G'day and welcome to trainers, agents, and former wizards, Pikmin bloomers, and especially fellow Wayfinders. Welcome back to the second episode of the Wayspotters podcast. Wayspotters is the place where you'll be able to learn how to get your Pokestops lured up. Wayspotters is a proud member of the Pokemon Professor Network, and thank you for joining us on this journey to put Wayspots wherever we can. I'm Lachlan, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host from another country, Jamal. Hello there, Lachlan. How are you? Oh, look, going great. You know, it's very warm in Australia. I, I posted, uh, as we're recording this on the 15th of January, posted today that we recorded the hottest day on the country's history a couple days ago. A nice whop in 50-odd degrees Celsius, which I think is 123 or something Fahrenheit. Um, wait, 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 wait. 123 Fahrenheit? Yes. In Australia? Yes. Wait, like 123 degrees? Yeah. I think it's snowing in America currently. So you know, it's supposed it, where I live here in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. So what's really funny is you're recording on Saturday and I'm recording on Friday. So we're in like two different calendar days, and it is like eight o'clock p.m. where I'm at, and it's like eleven a.m. your time there. But 123 degrees is ridiculous. 123.26 Fahrenheit. So that was recorded in Onslow, Western Australia on Thursday. And it matches a record set in 1962. So So how many waste spots did you nominate today out in that 50 degrees Celsius weather? Well, it wasn't quite 50 in Queensland, uh, but I'm definitely sunburnt, that's for sure. Uh, I've nominated a few things this week. I've nominated a couple post offices I've walked past that I noticed hadn't appeared in the intel map and i looked and they were 20 meters away from other locations i think it was just a case of uh they're in existing pokemon locations so it's not going to appear in pokemon but you know what more portals who knows what future niantic games will bring and use those way spots with absolutely so i had a great week in wayfarer this week a really good week so i i earned two upgrades so we talked last week between last show and this show i recorded 234 reviews. That's quite a bit. Just a little bit more than me. And again, we're recording this only a week out. Um, So I've not quite done 100 reviews this week, but I hit my goal of one upgrade um, and I'm 50% of the way towards the next upgrade. Um, My goal, my goal always is to do 100 reviews a day. (sighs) So you're only 500 off. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm going to do it this week. I'm going to do at least 50 reviews Every day, starting today, between the the time we record next, I'm going to do 50 reviews a day. But here's the deal. I earned two upgrades. I had those two upgrades both get accepted into the game. And here's the best part. I earned two naturals. Do you know what a natural is? A natural, uh, if I recall correctly, is that where you get a nomination through that you don't have to upgrade? Yes, that's a natural. And where I live, naturals are rare. And I got two naturals this week, and I was so excited about it. I'm like, I got two naturals. I cannot believe it. And one of them I'm going to share later on when we talk about uh, Waste Spot of the Week. I'm going to use my natural and do my best to describe it to the listeners. And I will then post it on our socials so people can get a chance to see it. So I also had a couple naturals come through this week, but they weren't all approvals, but we'll get into that a little bit later. So, oh, look, I've Jamal's got in my head the amount of times we said um and had to cut it out last week. So if you hear me have really awkward pauses because I just said the UM word. So I had a natural... They, they will never hear it because it will come out in oh, the no, edit. But they'll, they'll hear never this, know what they'll you're talking about. So 
I had a natural that got through and I submitted it on the 30th of January, 2021. And it's actually a location that I'm able to see from home. I had another natural get approved in the last week, which I can also see from home. And that caused a new gym to appear, which is really exciting. So I go from 10 gyms in Pokemon Go to 11, which for a suburban player, uh, I think that's pretty exciting. That is very exciting for a suburban player. So from my house, I can see five gyms, four of those gyms. I was responsible for those gyms showing up. And one of them was there. Well, actually, I take that back. I can see six gyms and four of them I am responsible for putting up. Two of them were there previously, which is fantastic. But I can see those other gyms. So I love it. But let's get into the topics today, Lachlan. What do we have up first? So this week, we'll be talking about the Wayfarer test. What you need to know, what tips we can provide you on how to best tackle the test. We won't give you the answers, obviously, but we will show you where you can find to do some revision. We'll also talk about the submission criterias, the voting criterias, and excitingly for me, because I get a lot of unjust rejections, what do you do now that you get an unjust reaction? Do you resubmit it or do you use the new appeals feature? I'm looking forward to talking about that because there's pros and cons to both. There's pros to just rolling the dice and sending it back out and sending in some some new, maybe a new pitcher or doing the appeals function. The problem with the appeals function right now is no one in the world, to my knowledge, has had an appeal decided on. So Niantic hasn't given us the pleasure to understand what they're doing. So we're submitting appeals. And we're just kind of waiting. So that's going to be a really good debate. I'm looking forward to talking about that. So let's get into the Wayfarer test. Lachlan, so tell us, what do you have to do in order to be eligible to take the Wayfarer test? So currently, Ingress agents and Pokemon Go trainers are able to take the Wayfarer exam. In Ingress, you need to be a level 8 agent. And in Pokemon Go, you need to be a level 38 or above trainer. So what's the equivalent? What's the equivalency there between a level eight agent and a level thirty-eight trainer? Are they pretty much the same? So if you're a level eight in Ingress and level thirty-eight in Pogo, is that pretty much the same? I I would actually argue that level eight in Ingress you could probably achieve uh, within a week. It's a very achievable target for new players if you have enough way spots in your community to make lots of fields and links or participate during the Ingress First Saturday events in your local community, there'll be players in the community who will show you the ropes. And level eight doesn't require any medals to be unlocked. It's just pure experience. I would say it's probably closer to about level 25 in Pokemon Go. So to get level 38 in Pokemon Go is significantly more difficult than getting level eight in Ingress. I'd say it's more time consuming because... In Pokemon Go, you can just send gifts to people, and a lot of players get a lot of experience just through the gift system. So I think if you want to just achieve it quickly, Ingress is probably the faster game to hit level 8, whereas Pokemon Go, most people listening to this most likely already have a level 38 or higher Pokemon Go account because the game's been going for six years. And even if you stopped playing in 2016, you're probably already level 30. I just got a rejection email. Was that something you upgraded or is that a natural It was something rejection? I upgraded. Dear Blame Jamal, thank you for your Wayspot nomination, Wild Wing Piano, on September 26, 2021. Unfortunately, the community has decided not to accept your Wayspot nomination. Please check the full details in your contribution management page. Remember, not all accepted nominations will appear in all Niantic games. 
wah, wah, wah. And this is totally a legitimate, totally legitimate, totally, totally, totally should have been accepted. So I will probably most certainly be resending that back through, not using the appeal function, but I'm just going to put it back through. I think I got a bad set of reviewers, so I'm going to try that one again. And we'll go into in future weeks what the upgrade means to a nomination and the different sort of players who actually review it compared to a natural. Correct. So, the Wayfarer exam. So you have to be level 38 or level 8 in Ingress. The big difference between those two level requirements is an Ingress to then nominate through Ingress, you also have to be level 10. So, but in Pokemon Go, your 40 nominations are unlocked at level 38, assuming you can pass the Wayfarer test. So the test, there is a little, little, little to no stress about it. Don't go into it anymore thinking, I've only got one try left, because late last year, Niantic actually changed the rules around the Wayfarer test. Historically, you had to wait a month if you failed it to try it again. And now, you just have to wait, I think it's about 20 minutes, and you can go again. It's 15 minutes. 15 minutes, yeah. Yes. But that's no, more than enough time. There's some consternation in the community about that. Some people believe that it is way too easy now for people to be able to retake the test. And, you know, I talked about last week about some kind of gatekeepers when it comes to Wayfarer. You know, there's a lot of people out there that want it to be hard and don't want it to be inclusive. And I'm inclusive about everything about me. And I like the fact that they are bringing more people into the tent versus less people. Definitely. You know, there were some people that that really have test anxiety and took it twice, and they were forever forbidden from yes. participating yeah. in Wayfair. And I never really liked that at all. And now they can come back. And a lot of people take the test without reviewing what you need to know going into the test. And sometimes they just the questions are worded in a way in the test, which the average reviewer might not fully understand what Niantic's intention with it is. So we definitely recommend going through, reading through. It, at the very start, it says, read this, these pages, go through it, figure it out. The questions are, that stump most players, at least that I've spoken to, are ones where location inaccuracy, where it doesn't have safe pedestrian access. A lot of people flag the tests that they put on roundabouts for safe pedestrian access. But always read the question, because if the question is saying, this location, is it culturally or historically significant? And in the back of your head, oh, but there's no pedestrian access. That's not the question they're asking. It's Correct. still five star for that particular category. Which makes that really interesting because the test is not really set up to trick you. The test is set up to make sure that you are paying attention and that you are going to look at it with a critical eye and make sure that you are taking the, the best care to keep the playboard clean. So yes. I, I'm going to stop there for a second, Lachlan, because before we continue this, I'm, I'm starting to get a little upset now about my most recent rejection, folks. So I submitted a piano, an immovable piano with, you know, it's bright red and it's got the name of the place on it and it's like a cultural landmark. And my rejection code was, Lachlan, tell them what the rejection code was. Face and orientation. Do you see a face anywhere in that picture? No. How far away is that? Is, can you, is that, would you mark that as face? No. Someone is sitting probably 30, 30, wait, let's see here, 10 meters. I'd say that's probably about 15 meters. 15 and meters. And facing the at, other direction. 
face in the other direction. And just happens to be a person in the background. Right. I'm going to share this on our socials, at Wastebotters. Plug for our Twitter account. Follow us. I'm going to share this on our Twitter account because I think this is one of the most ridiculous rejections I've ever gotten. But that's neither here nor there. Let's not let that get away from what people need to know about the Wayfair test. So continue, Lachlan. Sorry for the for the for the distraction there. We'll talk about that more and what to do with a rejection yes, I'm, later. I'm, I'm, I'm on but, tilt now, but anyways. Oh look, I've I had a, a lovely plaque rejected this week, uh, which I, I was going to bring up this week, and it's the locate. Don't 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 get me started. I need to bring it down. Take a bring deep breath. And we're seasoned reviewers. We're seasoned nominators, and this sort of stuff it still does. gets to it us. Really does. So just so you know, you're not alone if you get a rejection that doesn't make sense. And that's a big part of why the appeal system is so exciting. But with the Wayfarer test. So the the ways that people get stumped on it is, is this object culturally, historically significant? Yes, it is. And then is this location in the accurate spot? Five, three, and one are the options they give you. Five is 100%, can 100% say that based on the data Niantic's given me in this test, that location's in the right spot. Or one, there's no chance in anything whatsoever that that location is there. And then three is it's most likely there or a little bit close to that location. That's sort of one of the other trick questions that they get you on. I've spoken to a few people who have failed their test historically and I've sat down with them and they've asked me some questions. So if you do ever have questions about what you think you're doing wrong or what you think you're doing right, you're more than welcome to send them to us on the Wayfarer Twitter through messages. Our inbox is open to anyone who follows us. So send those questions through. We're more than happy to provide some feedback, but we will not give you the answers because uh, that is 100% against what Niantic wants us to do. We're just going to point you in the direction to find what you're looking for. That goes against the spirit of the game, and that yeah. wouldn't be fair. And any exam. I don't tell people how to to take a test ever. Yeah, because essentially what, what, what Niantic wants and what we all want or people who know what they're supposed to be doing when they're submitting and reviewing, it keeps the playboard clean and it keeps everything in the right order. And the worst thing you want is a cowboy out there. You know, I'm going to use an American term, Lachlan, a cowboy, somebody just kind of running around randomly shooting things and, and, you know, not, you know, following the rules, you know, following the submission criteria. So the test is important and they, let you re- redo it every 15 minutes because the, the thought behind that is take 15 minutes, read the criteria, and come back and try the test. And I know I passed my test first time, flying colors 100%. And that test probably took me about 20 minutes to do the first time around. I sat through and I'm like, because back then it was OPR, and I'm like, okay, there yeah. must be some misleading wording. This is too easy. But that's because while leveling up in Ingress to get to the point of nominating, uh, at level 10 and reviewing at level 12, I went out of my way to read through that criteria every day to make sure I was submitting only the stuff that Niantic said we should be submitting. Because this was way before the Ingress forums really took off. I don't even think the Ingress forums existed when I passed the OPR test. I don't know if the Ingress, I don't know if the forums existed then. They might have. So I took the test, I want to say it was two and a half, three years ago. Yeah, it's been it's been almost three years since I officially started wayfinding, and yeah, it's been about three years. And it was OPR, and I remember one of the questions that I knew I had the answer to was a way spot that was in my hometown of Portland, Oregon. It was Voodoo Donuts, and it was completely in the wrong spot. So 
this question is not on the test now, so I can say it. And it was one of those where it wanted you to make sure the waste spot was in the wrong place. And it's its huge sign of like a voodoo guy. And the the pin was like across the street. And it was, is this POI in the right spot? And I'm like, no, I've been there. I've stood in line there. That's not in the right spot. So pay attention on the test. Answer it truthfully, honestly. Study for the test. Make sure you're ready for it. So I've just found my first uh, portal nomination that I did, and it was on the 11th of June, 2019. So that would have been the day I hit level 10 in Ingress. So we're closing in on just a few years since now. Um, I'll definitely try and do an anniversary post uh, in five months from now, but scary to think, you know? You're going to make me look. My first submission was July the 7th, 2019. Oh, so just a month after me. Yeah. So wow. yeah, so so two and a half years, July the seventh, twenty nineteen. It doesn't seem like uh, you know those were the good old days when you could walk up to your neighbor and lick him on the forehead and. <laughs> and, and <laughs> oh, simpler times, hey. Much simpler times than we have now, where we have to be six feet apart from everyone, and if someone sneezes, everybody runs from the person. And the very first submission I made was Christian Life Baptist Church, and it's actually. Probably about a half mile from here, you know, I don't know what that is in kilometers. If I walk, It's a unit of measurement. Yeah, about a half mile from my house. I can see it on the map, but obviously I can't spin it. But it's one of those that like, if we had inclement weather in my neighborhood and I didn't want to drive, I could walk there to get my daily spin. So my first nomination, I actually never spun or hacked, and I'm leaving it rather intentionally because I want to make it so that my 200th best buddy, whenever I get to that point, I'm at 30 on that medal in Pokemon, spinning that new place will be the thing that puts it over the edge, and that's what I'm holding it out for. Oh, I like that. Because I think that will just be a nice little full circle of what new way spots can mean for me in the community. But no, 950 days for me uh, as of recording since my first nomination. That's just incredible. Let me tell you this. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I had eight submissions in a row accepted before I got my first rejection. Wow. I had an exception and a rejection on the same day and in the same park. I've not re-nominated the other location because back then I was a little bit less aware of where the, the cell boundaries were and Correct. the nomination I did get accepted in that park got moved slightly during review. So that encompasses most of the park, but I do believe city council is installing a little free library on that park and on the front edge of the park. And I believe where the council person said he would be putting it happens to be in an empty S2 cell. So that's, that's just pending COVID calming down a little bit here in Brisbane before that will pop up into our community. But I'm very proud of our councillors for getting out there and installing little libraries on council property for anyone in the community to use. Then there was September of 2019. I had six rejections in a row. I don't know what happened. Like, Was that when Pokemon Go players got access to Wayfarer for about half an hour? I'm not sure when it was, but it was... It was between September the 14th and September the 16th. I had six things get rejected. And I don't remember what happened then. I probably should have been taking notes, but I was like, what is going on? But the good news is four of those six are resubmitted and they are now in the game. But that was back in the day where everything I submitted 
I had to use an upgrade. So you're talking about four, five, six hundred reviews to get those upgrades. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that hurts. That hurts a lot when you feel like you waste five upgrades. So to sort of get us back on the topic of the test. So I think we've covered most of the what common missteps that people make when taking the test. Definitely read through the criteria that Niantic link you to before hitting the start test button because it actually tells you what's going to be on the test. I really wish real world exams were like that. And there used to be a limit of two attempts and then you're locked out. That's been removed. So keep that in mind. If you have failed it historically and you're listening, very frustrated that you can't get involved, you can go take the test again. You've grown as a player, go take the test and try again. As we said, if you fail, it's only about 15, 20 minutes. Take that time, go get a glass of water, relax, think about what you might have answered wrong and try again. Then after you pass the test, what's next, Jamal? After you pass the test, then you're ready to start submitting and you're ready to start reviewing. That's when you really get into the fun part. So we want to talk a little bit about what makes a good submission. So you've passed the test and you're ready to get in there. What makes a good submission? So let's talk about your most recent rejection. That's a great yeah. submission. And you will see it consistently, especially with upgrades. Uh, a member of my community, I uh, like to call upgrades the kiss of death because yeah. often there are things that we as a community in Brisbane would accept 100%. But if you upgrade it, players all around the country and even other countries might review it and they have slightly different standards of what should be a waste yeah. spot in the community. Well, so, Lachlan, let, let me take a minute and let me kind of talk about upgrades. Just, just, just to yes. upgrades. Go ahead. So if you submit a waste spot, it's going to go out to your local area. We are going to sprinkle in a little of the S2 knowledge as we go through and, and do this podcast so if you're just listening to this, you don't know what an S2 cell is. Lachlan kind of talked about it on episode one. So if you haven't listened to episode one, go back and listen to it. You should be listening to all of our episodes anyway. However, most times when you submit it, it's going to go out to your local area. So if you know the S2 cells, think of the L6. It's kind of a bigger, think of like your city. That will go to everyone in your city or your local area. When you use an upgrade, so an upgrade essentially is this. When you review Wayspots, you are trying to get agreement points. And what an agreement point means is you vote five stars or you vote one star and you say, yes, this should be a POI or no, it shouldn't be a POI. When that comes to a decision head and it gets a thumbs up or a thumbs down, if you voted in the affirmative and it becomes a POI, you earn a point for your towards your upgrade and then if you voted no when it gets decisioned you earn an, a point for your upgrade there as well so so is it just when you're reviewing wayspot nominations or do edits and photo editions can you earn upgrade points by reviewing them as well you can earn upgrade points when you are reviewing photo edits and moves as well so if you if you if your vote goes along with the community's vote then you will earn a point towards an upgrade. You will earn an acceptance towards your upgrade. Sure. So I shouldn't just hit skip on any edit I see because I don't want people changing the game board. No, I, I, you know, I think I've skipped two things in, in the two and a half years that I've been doing this. I never skip anything. Just vote on it. You know, just take a stand, put a stake in the ground and take a stand. 
So, so we'll, we'll cover it in the future weeks, but I have skipped a few things in my life, especially when we're doing those global challenges. And in particular, the Russia Wayfarer Challenge. Some of those locations, I'm like, I do not know enough about the culture to review this appropriately. So I hit See, skip. I, I, I jumped on that rabbit hole, Lachlan. I'll get on Google. I'll get on Google Translate. And I'm like looking it up. And I was teaching myself Russian during that time. Oh, even with so- Google Translate, I'm like, I still feel like this could be on a school ground. I'm just going to skip it to be safe. <laughs> Because so, again, the, the Google Maps starter is a lot different to uh, what I'm used to experiencing. Yes. So, so that's notice, an upgrade like, point. You, yeah, you, you'll notice in your in your Wayfarer, you'll have a upgrade bar and it's a circle and it goes around your picture or your logo or your avatar. And every time that you vote with the community, you earn an upgrade point. Once you get 100 points, then you earn an upgrade. And that upgrade can be applied to one of your nominations that's either in queue or in voting, whichever one you want to apply it to. So essentially what that does is that doesn't necessarily push it to the front of the line. It opens it up to a wider audience. So let's say you live in Brisbane. Let's use me as an example, Brisbane. So you live in Brisbane. The local Brisbane area would see the statue that Lachlan nominated. If Lachlan used an upgrade, that would go out to essentially all of Australia, probably New Zealand, and, and some of the Marshall of, Islands and, um, and the areas Newton, around yeah. that area. Yeah. And then it could potentially go to Indonesia and it could go a little further north and a little further west. And for me, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. If I use an upgrade, it's going to go out to my entire state, not just my city. And it's going to go to areas in South Carolina. It's going to go to areas in Tennessee. could go to areas in Virginia. Or it could go nationwide. We're going to talk at the end of this show a little bit about a a Discord channel that is dedicated to Wayfarers. I've had people in the Midwest part of the country say that they've seen one of my Wayspots, and hopefully they gave it five stars because all of mine are really great. All of mine are great. Well, they are. No, they are. All of mine are great. All of mine. We we all have our drunk nominations. (laughs) So that that's what upgrades are. So what Lachlan's point was. With the kiss of death, if you have something in your local community that everybody agrees, this is like local history. You know, for example, I live in Charlotte. We have a statue by Bank of America Stadium where the Carolina Panthers play. It's a statue of Sam Mills. And he's a very popular, retired, he's actually passed away, football player for the Carolina Panthers. And everybody who's a Panthers fan lives in Charlotte knows Sam Mills. If you live in Seattle, Washington, or if you live in Missoula, Montana, you probably don't know who Sam Mills is. And it might be, it might not be as culturally relevant for you, but everybody in the local area is going to go, oh, Sam Mills, slam dunk. And when you start wayfinding, you're going to notice, you're going to see things that you're like, what is this? My personal feeling is unless it's a slam dunk, a church, a playground, I usually don't apply an upgrade to it. If it's going to require someone in a faraway place to say, is this, should this be? I like to save those for my slam dunks. And to be completely honest, I have a strategy when it comes to wayfinding. I don't nominate anything with an upgrade that's not going to create a gym. I don't know how you feel about that, Lachlan, but I only use upgrades on things that will create a gym. So I use things on upgrades. So 
Using an example recently, we had a piece of infrastructure open up. It's a lovely parallel walk. Uh, and along that walk, they put some information signs about the history of the community. I know that that area has a lot of waste spots. And at the time I nominated those locations, I had things sitting in the queue from 2020 still. So because I just wanted to get them in the game so people would use that footpath or that new amenity uh, while playing Pokemon, I used upgrades on them. But I also supplemented that with some Street View footage so that people would be able to 100% slam dunk it and give no room of question of why am I nominating this plaque on the middle of a river. What's, what do you think is more important to the game? Submitting, submitting or reviewing? So personally... A lot of people just think the submitting, but if everyone just submits 30 objects and reviews none of them, they're not going to get through the queue. It's really important if you do take the time to make a submission, in your head come up with everything I nominate that I want to see get into Pokemon Go, get into Ingress, become a Harry Potter in the day before the game dies, enter Pikmin Bloom as a flower, or however they're going to introduce it and say the Transformers game. You have to think, right... Do I want this just to sit in the queue and wait a couple years and then get frustrated for it not getting through? Or do I want to proactively review it so people who are waiting for their stuff to get through can say, oh, look, i got something approved. I'll do a couple of reviews. Message your communities and say, hey, I've just nominated a couple objects in the community. If you've got a couple minutes today, can you just go in and do like five or ten Wayfarer reviews? Just if you see it, great. If you don't, 100%. Is that and collusion, just, Lachlan? Is that collusion asking your friends to search and and and? Well, and... I'm not saying that they have to vote positively for it. I actively have rejected some of my friends' nominations because I know that that's what the consensus will be. You're that guy, I, huh? You're look, that guy. I collusion is a very interesting topic, especially with Pokemon. Uh, I know Ingress players have very different views on discussions with people who aren't on the same team as you, but when it comes to Pokemon. There are so many people in the community who say, hey, look, I just need my gym coins today. Can anyone go kick me out of that gym? Technically, that's against the terms of service. There's a lot of things Pokemon Go players do that are against the terms of service. So there's a big, that's a discussion for another day because there's a big divide on that between um, Ingress players and Pokemon Go players. Ingress players look at the game a lot differently. They're a lot more strategic when it comes to the placements of POIs. And, you know, Pokemon Go players get the, the bad rap of, Need more stops. Need more stops. Um, Please stop putting that in your supporting information. We can see the stops around you. We know there's nothing or there's lots of things. I saw something recently come through with the supporting information just said, I'll be great if this became a gym, please. I'm like, okay. Um, Looking at your waste spots, this is nominated uh, five meters away from another gazebo. Uh, This playground, I'm sorry, where you've put the marker, it won't appear even if I approve it. I I approved it because it was a playground. Right. And then I was looking around on Intel Map in that area. And, you know, not that I know how to see an S2 cell that doesn't exist on Intel Map, wink, wink. We'll get into that in future weeks. But the the area probably would have already had 40 or so gyms. Like it was pretty central of a capital city of Australia. I won't name which one. We're not going to go name and shame anyone from the land of Fleece King. But it was just a case of lots of people in that community already had locations and this sort of spoils like someone saying oh look we don't really have much in the area look we know that if you if you think Niantic's the people reviewing this and you expect them to not know what's exists in their community you're wrong they know exactly what's there yes it might not be what you think is enough and you've seen communities where waste spot abuse has gone rampant and that's a topic for another week 
But, you know, admittedly... Wait, wait, wait. There's WasteBot abuse? Yes. And that, there's a little button for report abuse on every page if you if you want to go wait, looking for you mean, you mean people, people aren't honest and, and they don't nominate WasteBots where they're supposed to be? Look, are you are you sure about that, Lachlan? Well, they're nominating them where they're supposed to be, and then they move it to somewhere else where they're not supposed to be. No, they're all no, no, never. People trying to get more stops. Everyone thinks that more stops is better, but if you've ever played in a, an area where you've got five locations very close to each other, never lure them because unless you're using a Go Plus or a Pokeball Plus. You're going to just keep touching the stop, or the second a team go rocket grunt spawns in the middle of that pile of circles, you're going to have a great time touching the wild Pokemon without doing that team go rocket grunt. Wait, and then those people also would never take a screenshot to put that on Twitter to brag about their grind spot, right? And then we would happen to pass that on to people at Niantic. No, we would never. 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 So, never. More, right. more I, waste I totally spots is not actually you. a good thing. So, the moral of that story is you think you want more Pokestops, you're going to get really frustrated when you have two gyms literally overlapping with each other and the only way to interact with those gyms is if there's a raid egg. I, I totally derailed you, Lachlan, and I apologize. You were talking about the, the, the importance of voting once you submit and making sure yes. you had a good ratio there. Let, let's get so, back to that because I derailed you there. My when mom. I used to submit so back in the day, you got seven nominations through Pokemon in a 14-day rolling period and 14 nominations in Ingress over a 13-day rolling period. But during the days of Scanner Redacted and Ingress Prime, you had 28 nominations over a 14-day rolling period, or 13-day rolling period. So my goal was every time I nominate something, especially if I was using Ingress Prime's uh, camera roll nomination feature, I would do 50 nominations and I would review 50 nominations. I should say not do another 50 nominations. So that was what I used to do. And that was when things in our community were taking about a week to clear through. That was just when Pokemon Go got access to the good the nomination old days. Wayfarer system. And there was a lot of people in the community approving a lot of natural things because they all wanted to just see what the system was like. Nowadays, as I alluded to earlier, it can take up to a year. We had a nice little backlog clear out in March of 2020 when a lot of people were stuck at home and looking for things to do. Uh, a lot of them did turn to wayfinding, uh, and that was quite nice of them. Uh, but that died off again. So it's the, the review times have considerably gone up again. So it's really important that if you do nominate, do some reviews. I know edits and photo submissions might just make you want to pull your hair out because someone is just trying to add 40 photos to one Pokestop so it has more votes on it to become a gym. You just have to take a deep breath. And don't I don't have to worry about that because I don't have any hair. I don't have any hair, so I don't have to worry about that. <sighs> you have a mustache. That's enough hair for any one man. I'm so. A little skinny <laughs> beard. So with the reviewing, it's really important that you do those reviews and don't go too fast. You might see a bunch of things in a row that you're just like, well, oh, this is another rejection. This is another rejection. We do know that Niantic put what we like to call honeypots, which are pre-reviewed locations into the queue for you, which just is to sort of check that you're view reviewing correctly. So do take the time, look at the locations. And if it seems like it's a duplicate, always check the duplicates list because there's a very high likelihood that it probably is a duplicate of something. Um, 
you have to go through and really take about 30 to 40 seconds. I know Niantic would love us to spend five minutes on each nomination, but that's just, that's pushing the limit a little bit. But with photo edits, really look at those photos. Is there something that shouldn't be in those photos? Is one clearly just the same photo? Like, be a bit more proactive with your uh, approvals of your photos. You don't, you can hit the green tick to say all photos are fine, but there's probably a reason why someone's submitting a new photo. And if there is a nighttime photo that was there from when the nomination was originally approved and you know it was a low density area and we took pity on you and just let it through without getting you the photo rejection, just hit the X on that photo. So if there's any photo you don't want, click on that photo and it will be marked as don't approve this photo. And with edits, do the same thing. There is a reason someone submitted that edit. If the two descriptions look very similar, Maybe there's a grammatical fix. There's a lot of grammatical fixes that we have to fix. I, I can tell when the Americans have been nominating in Australia because I have to go through and add a bunch of U's to things. Uh, I swear if I see colour with no U, I, I just go mad. But, you know, it's the language of the country. We speak the language of the country. Wow. Colour with the colour with the U or centre with an E? Centre with an E? Yeah, C E N T E R E, or is that Canada? I assume Canada is probably very close to us. Center, center, like yeah. center and center are two separate words. You, it's the center of something, and then a building is a center. It's like there, there, and there. They are God, there. Yeah, they are. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Oh, there's another um. Sorry, I know you won't even hear that um, but if Jamal's feeling really needy, he can leave that um in. Editing oh, a podcast. Is like Worse Lachlan, than you expected. You Lachlan, you don't have children. I have four daughters. I would rather spend time raising all four daughters than editing a podcast, but here we are. It's a necessary evil. It's a noble sacrifice you make. Right. Look, if we if we weren't editing this down, this would probably go for about two hours. So Correct. It's, it's more for I, your privilege, listeners, I, than I it is. I think we nominate Fish on a heater to edit everybody's podcast. I think that's oh, what we do. Oh, that'd be great. Fish on a heater. Well, he, he hates Master League. He's got to do something during the Master League seasons. Uh, I for don't those understand who don't why know, he hates Master League. So what? Master League is so much fun. For those who don't know Fish on a Heater, uh, he is the um, one of the hosts of the GoCast podcast's PvP Corner. Uh, and I work quite closely with Fish as a fellow Australian in the... Pallet Town PvP community. Fish hates Master League. Fish hates, and I know Ingress players are probably going to just zone out right now, but Fish hates Master League because it requires raiding and using Hundo Pokemon. He doesn't have enough time for that. He really <laughs> likes Great League. He really likes Ultra League, and he despises Little Cup. He's coming around on Little Cup, but he despises the yeah. concept of Little Cup. Lachlan, but- you said something very interesting there. And we, we should put this on our socials. So, so write this down. Should we do a ingress segment per show because you and i are both ingress agents oh to call me an agent these days is very loose i did make a triangle this week i was very proud of myself i was waiting uh outside and i'm like oh there's three portals i could reach from where i'm standing let me just make a very tiny field using level one portals you'll be proud of me so i made a big field and somebody blew up my field and somebody put up a big blue field Oh, good. And on we another Discord I'm in, somebody tagged me and was like, blame Jamal, is this near you? And I'm like, yes. And it was like 10 o'clock at night. And they were like, hey, tomorrow, can you go and blow this up? And I said, sure. 
and I couldn't sleep. And I got up at 1 a.m. and I went over and I blew up the the portal and and took down the field. And then I tagged the person in there. And he was like, dude, I didn't know you were going to do that tonight. And I'm like, eh, no better time than the present. We can't have all that blue on our side of town. We make have to make sure it's green all the time. So I, I know well, that, that that hurts your ears because you're a big Smurf. So, and, and, well, you know. Look, I love a big field, the best of times, but one of the reasons I stopped playing Ingress so much was because every time I opened the app, I was under a blue field. And that was wherever I went in my city. For a a long while there, just when I sort of lost interest in the game, there was a consistent blue baff. Um, And I just, you couldn't make fields or links, and I still wanted experience. And I I love the fact that we were controlling such a dominant portion of the land, but it really limited the ways that you could play and interact with the game. And that was one of the things I sort of lost interest with in Ingress. There was an event uh, last year where you could actually make links under fields, and I went around and made a couple of small fields in fields, and that was a really cool side event that Niantic put on through the Ingress team. I know we're sort of pivoting, but it was a more open event, and I think they should do more things like that going forward. But, like, Ingress, it, it lost its allure for me when I constantly had to get up because at the time I only had public transport. There's only so many ways you can access some of these remote portals on public transport. This is very true. This is very, and very true. I was always under a baff. So there was less motivation for me to go out of my way to do these things. And it was not like it was an easy to access baff. This is a proper, you need to charter a plane to kill one of the anchors, enter a, a mine site where one of the workers there is on the resistance. And that, then we just that, picked that, different That is so to frustrating. That is so frustrating. All right, Lachlan, before we go for 16 hours, a couple things I want to do with you in closing. I want you to talk to us about appeals. Appeals, right. Let's talk about appeals. Appeals are one of the new features that Niantic rolled out late last year, and we'll be covering some more of the Niantic updates in a few other episodes. We just wanted the first few shows for listeners, for your sake, to be sort of an introduction or a reintroduction into Wayfarer before we get deep dives into each of the segments. So don't worry, we will do a big deep dive into appeals in a few weeks, especially once we start to see some approved falls from Niantic coming through on the appeals or even rejections just to see how it's phased. Phased? Worded. Goodness me. Yes. Can you tell it's the morning for me? Oh no, technically it's noon now. Oh well. It's noon, yeah. <laughs> and it's so, only, what is it? Is it about 40 degrees C there now? Oh, it's not that warm. I think we're... 35? It's a pretty cloudy day. It's about 30 C here. So it's a pretty nice day, all things considered. And that's about just... 75 degrees Fahrenheit. 85. 80, oh, 85 at noon? Woof. This is, this is... Oh no, that's actually... This is the coldest day expected for the next week. Noon. So it's can nice I one. appeal that weather? I'm bracing for snow. And when it snows we, in the southeastern part want. of the United States, people go crazy. Everybody buys bread and milk like it's going out of style. And people like freak out. Oh, we've panic bought. Uh, our shops are bare at the moment. The, everyone's panic bought meat. Everyone's panic bought toilet paper again because they might have to stay at home for a week. So they need two years worth of toilet paper. It's very important. So do we have appeals. There? Do we have Costco? We do have Costco's. There's, they're not as far and few, and they're they're relatively new. They only started popping up in uh, 2018, and we got a second one, I think, in 2019, 2020. So they're not a super everywhere. Even Costco struggles to do things. My wife went to Costco two days ago. She said, "I'm going to go to Costco and get a couple of things." 
$400 later, she's home from Costco. I said that $400 later, she comes home from Costco. And I'm like, did you buy the entire store? And she was like, well, people were buying this. So I thought we might need one of those. And people were buying this. So she bought a jumbo sized box of oatmeal, 52 oatmeal. How good? Now, I like oatmeal, but that's a little aggressive. Oh, not really. Mind you, our, our giant cereal isn't quite to the same extent. I would say that it's probably closer to two boxes just taped together. That's sort of what they do here with our uh, big box cereal. But that's just because it's not really been a thing historically in Australia for manufacturers to make uh, giant boxes. I think a kilogram of cereal is the largest they'll go. You don't have that good old American excess that bigger is better and everything's better, better and bigger in Texas. And Americans love big things, big cars, big houses, big hair, big hats. Well, well, talking about, you know, like a large Coke in Australia from McDonald's is the equivalent of a small Coke in America. Correct. Uh, just, just to put that in context, we're yeah. the fatter country, Australia. Take that, America. We have a higher obesity rate than you. Per capita. <laughs> proportionately we're a fatter country than you up your game america or australians go out and play pokemon go again so appeals we should really get back back to appeals yes sorry that's all it's all good so appeals were i am making adam proud right now with all of my tangents adam is very proud if adam was proud i'd say deli bird every 30 seconds have you caught any deli birds this week jamal because they're not spawning in australia it's too hot for them but but may your deli birds be shiny well, that that will be Johto tour for me. I'm I'm picking the Delhi Bird ticket. So I don't even care if it's there's other things on the gold ticket. I'm picking the Delhi Bird ticket. I I really just want the starter from all those Delhi Birds. So appeals. They were announced to be a once every month feature. As of recording, Niantic appears to have muddled up the coding a little bit, and you're able to appeal a little bit more frequently. So probably not forever. But once a month, and that's sort of when you use the appeal, it takes a, it's meant to take a month to come back to you. So keep that in mind. They're not an infinite resource. But I've sort of got to the point with the uh, extra appeals they've unintentionally given us over the Christmas period. Uh, let's just say it's their Christmas gift to us. I've got to the point where I'm running out of things I want to appeal because most of the nominations I've had rejected historically, I've re-nominated and they've got through. So yes. I'm at the point where I'm looking at my rejections and I'm like, that's not worth an appeal. And I'm, I'm only rejecting things I've had it come through Wayfarer. And I'm like, no, no, that's getting appealed. Because I'm getting things rejected with generic business still. That means they've been in voting that long that generic business was one of the re- rejection criteria, which is no longer a rejection criteria. Praise be. Praise be to Dunsparce. Because there's so many lovely local coffee shops, which really deserve to be, you know, points of interest and have players just come there. Buy coffee. Support the local community. So appeals. We don't know when how Niantic reviews these. We don't know what the the email you'll get from Niantic after the appeal works. But on your nominations panel, you will you can search by re- nominations that were rejected. I personally started with my rejected and upgraded nominations because they're the ones I clearly thought deserved to get through, right? Is that what you did, Jamal? That's what I did. So 
I went through that. I didn't even check Intel map to see if someone else had nominated these locations or if they're not going to appear in Pokemon Go anymore. I said these deserve to get that approved tick regardless of if it's going to appear in the game or not, or even if Niantic flag it as a duplicate. So by appealing something, we're told it goes to Niantic to re-review it. And they will come back to us with why it should be in the game or why it shouldn't be. But you do have a little text box where you can fill in some information on why you believe the rejection was wrong. And it will show you what your rejection criteria was. So let's take the nomination that Jamal had rejected during today's show. We're not going to... Jamal's already said he doesn't plan on appealing this. He'll just resubmit it through the local community. But it was a piano, artistic piano with a lovely mural. It was painted and branded under that coffee shop. It was rejected I from am, orientation. I am putting it face. on our Twitter feed right now. I'm putting it on our Twitter feed. So as you're listening to this episode, go to our Twitter feed and look at the piano. So this piano, orientation, is traditionally meant to be used if the photo is not, you know, centered or portrait this i would say is maybe one or two degrees off and it's probably only that so that there's no unnecessary faces in the reflection this is a very well-centered photo you should not be rejecting something like this for orientation i really hope that's the the meaning of these people rejecting this piano for orientation i hope there's no other subcontext to that and with face in the background that face in the background is perfectly acceptable as per the niantic criteria of background faces she's not looking directly at the camera there's it's clearly not a stage person. If it happens to be in the background, great. People are going to be in the background. How are you meant to nominate global landmarks like the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre, without having people in the background? You can't nominate everything under a, a, a lockdown procedure. So it's really important that you understand that some background elements are okay. And But if they're staring directly at the screen or if they're the primary focus, that's when you want to use face. But in this case, I would say that that's a no-go rejection. So you would explain to Niantic the face in the background that this person is referring to as per the Niantic conditions. They're not focused, not centered, and the orientation of the photo is well within line of all the other things. And if that's the only rejection reasons you've been given, we're hoping that Niantic realize you address them. Okay, green tick. Let's get it in the game. Correct. All so right, talk Lachlan. to the rejection reasons that you got originally and why you believe they're wrong. Gotcha. All right. We're running long. There's a couple of things that I want to make sure that we touch on for all of our listeners. If you are hearing the sound of my voice right now, thank you for sticking around to the, to the very end of the podcast. And as customary, we want to give you guys a heads up of what's coming next week. So you guys know what you wanted, what you're going to be hearing next week we've got a couple of really cool things that we're going to talk about next week there is a really cool thing called the wayfarer forum it's a place where you can get all of your updates they have their amas their ask me anythings they actually have their community managers on the wayfarer forums where you can go and ask questions directly of niantic and if you're lucky trainer or agent you will get a response and there's a lot of knowledgeable people on there. I've been known to troll that site, and so has Lachlan. We both, you know, kind of go there and make sure we know what the updates are. The other thing we're going to be talking about, which is really cool, is we're going to be talking about there's a specific Wayfarer Discord. I think if you're listening to us, you guys are in a Discord for Pokemon Go, or you're in a Discord for Ingress, or you're in a Discord for something. But there's a specific Wayfarer Discord where people share tips and tricks, they share pictures, they get advice, and we're going to have a member 
of that Wayfarer Discord on our show for one of our segments to talk about that Wayfarer Discord, how it got started, who the people are, how you can get help. As we were recording this show, I got confirmation from the person. I don't want to say their name yet, but I got confirmation from the person that they will come on the show and talk about the Wayfarer Discord community. And, and then, I think next week we should also talk about why nominations can take so long to be reviewed. We sort of touched on it today. You took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, I know this burns a hole in your pocket. Why is my nomination having a birthday? Why is it taking yes. a year? Why Why has this nomination been in voting for over a year? There are a lot of questions that you might have, and we're hoping uh, episode one and two are released before we do film episode three. And that's just sort of pending at the moment on Apple Podcasts approving us. Yes. I think that'll last holdout to give us our green tick of all good to go. So again, why are we waiting so long to be approved, Apple? Yeah. Why Apple, are our nominations Spotify. taking forever? These, are, these yeah. are things that we just need to make sure uh, your understanding it's we want to go into it deep but it is a really easy fix and we want to help you work with your communities to solve it now jamal just before we wrap up i do want to just say that assuming you are listening to us on one of those podcasting platforms either it's apple music spotify google music leave us a review on Spotify, you can finally leave podcast reviews. No text-based reviews, just stars, but you have to have listened to at least one episode on the platform of Spotify to be able to leave a five-star review. Five-star reviews are the best, right? I like that. Oh, obviously. It's like it's yeah. like Wayfarer. You give it a five-star yeah. review. If you want one, you're rejecting us instantly. Three, you're not too sure about it. Four, we should continue. But five is must-have enjoyment content. And obviously, leave us a review. Reach out to us on our Wayspotters Twitter. If you ever have any questions, and if you want it to be anonymous, you can flag it as such. We will keep everyone's information as private as possible. But if you want it to be open, we're more than happy to discuss it openly. So one of the best ways you can help out is becoming a Patreon of the Pokemon Professor Network. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can join up. And when you do join, let Ken and Adam know that you joined because of Wayspotters. We have a lovely little room in the bottom of the Discord server where you can ask us questions directly in an open forum and other members of the community can chime in if you'd like to help. But then again, that's that's more of a paid option. If you're looking for a free option, you can always reach us on Twitter. Wayspotters is the best Twitter to reach us on because both Jamal and I have access to it. And because of our different time zones, it's sort of a 24 hours a day coverage on that inbox. You can definitely tell when it's Australian daytime and when it's American daytime based on who's getting at messaged. And I would just want to say a huge thank you to all the other podcasts in the Pokemon space who have already come on and given us a follow and some likes and are engaging with us on Twitter. And we do really appreciate all of those in the community getting out there and supporting us. 100% what Lachlan said. Lachlan, I just have a quick question for you. Why are elevator jokes so classic and so good? Because they lift your spirits? Because they work on so many different levels. <sighs> and finally, Lachlan, do you know why nurses like red crayons? No. Because sometimes they have to draw blood. And on that note, thank you so much for listening to episode two of the Wayspotters podcast. We really appreciate having you here with us this week. And if, as always, I've been your host, Lachlan, and I'm joined by... Jamal Harvey. Blame Jamal. Whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me late for dinner. And Lachlan, last thing, may your deli birds be shiny. May your deli birds be shiny. All the best, guys. Till the next time. See you later. See you later.